Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of podcast with me, Russell Davis. On this fertility journey, it can really feel like our body is failing us and it's broken or we're broken. We even feel like a failure ourselves. How can you love and trust your body when you feel those things? How can you be hopeful that your body can do what it wants to do in the future when you judge that it's failing you and it's broken? Well, let's dive in and find out. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do rate it and leave a review. Loving you. still outside recording podcasts which is a lovely thing in a way being in nature we've got building work going on and it seems to be very hard to find a time when there's not banging and drilling and noise going on so I'm out here in the breeze again and today we're looking at how to trust your body How to love your body when it feels like it's letting you down. Someone asked me to speak to this subject and I thought it was a really interesting subject. I'm not sure I've spoken to directly. I know my wife struggled with this a lot. And so did I with my diagnosis. It felt my body had let me down, let us down. Having struggled for eight years on our journey to get my diagnosis, it felt so cruel and, and... I felt like my body failed me for the first time in my life because I've been very fit and healthy up to then. I've never really had anything necessarily wrong with my body. And I guess I've taken my body for granted in saying, how do we love our body when it's, it seems to let us down? I think we could all benefit from loving our body even when it's fully functioning. But particularly when it's letting us down and failing us and we feel like we're broken, we can resent our body. How can we love it or begin to trust it's going to be, do what what we want it to do in the future when it clearly hasn't done that in the past? And I think, I think it's hard to not approach this from quite a spiritual perspective in a way that I do believe we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. Our soul is beyond this human form. And everything we experience, you either experience from our soul or we experience from our human self. And we're both. We can't, I don't think we can ignore that. And I think a lot of psychology focuses on 100% being human and some psychology focuses on 100% spiritual, but I think we're both. We flip from one to the other. We're either in our human experience or we're in our soulful experience. When we're in flow, we're connected to something bigger than us. I'd say that's our 
soulful experience. When we're caught into our emotions, our thinkings and everything, that's our human experience. And, and being a human is, is about moving from one experience to the other with grace, with compassion, with love. And sometimes I speak to clients and they struggle to connect to that oneness of life, the, the place of peace. And when they do, they just don't want to leave it, they don't want to bottle it. And they're scared of not being able to come back to it. And then they go back into their habitual, anxious, fearful thinking, overthinking. They start to resent it because it's the thing stopping them going back to that peace and flow and ease. And I could 100% relate to that. I used to resent my thinking for the very same reason. I used to resent my anxious, worrisome thoughts because it stopped, them, stopped me being happier in life. So as spiritual beings having a physical experience, and I think the more we see that, the more we hold our body in lightness, the more we, we see we're more than our body, the more we see we're more than this human experience. And yeah, we, we are humans, there's nothing wrong with having human goals and aspirations, whether it's having a family or living in a particular place or having a particular house. There's nothing wrong with all those kind of things, but it's about seeing beyond that and knowing that actually our soul knows we're okay, whatever happens. Our soul knows we're okay, whatever happens. I've got a friend that calls our body our rental. She calls it our rental. That I smile when I hear that. It just helps remind me to take my body less seriously. It doesn't mean I don't care for it. Care for it doesn't mean I don't look after it. So it doesn't mean I'm not healthy. I like looking after my rental. But also helps me see that we are beyond this human experience. To not take my body so seriously. Not to get caught up with different aspects of it. But when it seems to be failing you, I really struggled with that. I guess I wasn't so spiritual back then. And it was really hard to trust. I could never trust it was going to be okay. I had to come to terms with the fact that it may never happen for us. I had to find that place of peace without giving up. And it does exist. It does exist. And I like to think that's where I get my clients to because I know that's the place that magic's more likely to happen. So I think it's really hard to love and trust your body when we're looking at it from a 100% human perspective, when we're seeking a sense of okayness and peace and well-being through human experiences. We begin to see that we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. I think we hold things more lightly. There's a bird singing in the tree I'm sitting under. And when we hold things more lightly, we have more capacity to love. Our soul can bring the love in to the human experience. Our soul can bring that love into our human experience. It gives us the resources that we often don't have in our 
purely human experience. And it's hard to trust a body if it's been letting us down and not functioning in the way we think it should or it wouldn't for most people. It's hard not to say that personally. And of course you'll say, because it is personal, it's my body. It's not happening to anyone else, or not everyone else. But what if it's still not personal? What if nothing in this human experience is personal? It just is what it is. It's a random selection of cells that come together over time. It's any interaction with someone, it just is what it is. It's, it's, it's an impersonal. The world is very impersonal. This human world is impersonal. But we make it personal. Our soul is beyond this human experience. Our soul doesn't make it personal. Because our soul knows that we are beyond this human experience in this moment of time. So it is possible to bring love to your body in the most challenging of times when you're able to connect to that part of us that is beyond human form. We can see our soul is beyond our human experience. It's like seeing the soul in someone else when you can see beyond their behaviour. That we all screw up sometimes, we all make mistakes. And you have a friend that says something, maybe they say something harsh or upsetting, but you know them well enough to know it's not their true self. You have a connection to their soul beyond their behaviour. You have a soul as well. What if you can see your body through your soul? See yourself beyond the human experience. And that part of you knows you're going to be okay whatever happens. That part is nothing but love and compassion. It's free of judgment. It's free of judgment. That part of you just knows whatever happens you're going to be okay. So you can have more hope and a sense of possibility for the future. That part has everything you need to be okay and to thrive in this moment, despite human circumstances. If I think outside the fertility world, I've seen interviews more than once with people who have life-changing accidents or disabilities. And two people, one I know, saw an interview, he got shot and was in the wheelchair as a result of that. And he met the guy that shot him, it was a gang shooting, and he met the guy that shot him, who'd been to prison, was back out again. And he wanted to let him know he had bared no grudge for him. He forgave him. And his life, he judged his life was better, more fulfilling, he was happier since being shot and being in a wheelchair than before. Don't get me wrong, he was very depressed for over a year. But he got through that. He found himself through all that whole experience. He was living a life that he felt so inspired by that he wasn't before. I remember seeing an interview with a Paralympian and the, she just won a medal at the Olympics and the interviewer said, what if someone said you can have your legs, the use of your legs back? Would you take them? Would you go back to the life you had? And she said, never, never. 
She loves the life she has now more than the life she had. And it's easy to see it afterwards, and they went through periods of deep pain and, and anguish and, and depression. But they got through that. And I think any loss, any grief, we're going to have those human experiences. And sometimes you can't imagine life beyond that. But there is a life beyond that. We can't predict the future. Your body may be failing you in this moment, but that's no indication of what your life is going to be like in the future, whatever your body does or doesn't do. Your soul knows you're going to be okay whatever happens. Your soul lives one step at a time. Your soul is present to this moment and the future can take care of itself. And you've got everything you need to thrive. Your spiritual being, your love, having a human experience. Loving you. <laughs>